want to be baptized because I want to make a public decree that I am a Christian and I am born again. While your salvation doesn't lie in baptism, it is something really important and symbolic to really show people that, hey, I am a Christian and this is, this is my new face. I am born again. Today's the day, Baptism Sunday, everybody. You guys ready for today? Do a little celebration. So good. Man, I, I think we've been, we've been talking really about changing the whole idea and the title behind Sundays whenever we do baptism. I think it should more read something to the effect of uh, a celebration Sunday that's so amazing that, that everybody should be here because it's life-changing for not only the people in the tank, but also us. Like that should be the title, don't you think? Like it's an amazing time that we come together and we just see, man, look what God's doing with all of these people that we just hear story after story, incredible miracle after incredible miracle. It's so cool to from, sometimes from a distance just to see, God, you're still working, you're still alive, your story still unfolds. Because sometimes it gets confusing, doesn't it? Sometimes we get bombarded with the news and the idea and the tainted negative version of, of maybe, maybe there's question. But God's story is never going to be changed. Let me say that again. God's story is never going to change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's what we do. We, we celebrate that. For Baptism Sundays, we only do this a couple times a year. So whenever we do come together as a family, we really want to describe what Baptism Sunday is, why we do it, and where it comes from. It's a biblical idea, but it's also a universal idea. Jesus wants the entire earth to be baptized. You know, he says that. He says, listen, Go, therefore, and baptize them in all nations in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly what we do here today. So I don't know where you are in your journey. Maybe this is the first time that you've actually come into church. Uh, Maybe this is the first time you've come to say, there is a relationship with Jesus that I really want to start following. And if that's you, and you're thinking, man, today would be an amazing day to get baptized, but I didn't bring any clothes. Well, This is good news. We actually have all the supplies for you, and we have a team of people, family members, your family, that's ready to talk with you maybe about the decision that you could make. So over here to my left, your right, Quivanda's over here. Everyone say hi, Quivanda. So if you're here on the Southern Pines campus, then then at any point in time in the message today, or you looking and watching people getting baptized, and you're thinking, you know what, that's, I need to do it. 
That is me today. Maybe you've given up your life years ago or maybe you just did it today and you're thinking today's the day I need to get baptized if God's saying let's go public with this thing. If that's you here today, you're going to go over and just say hi to Kulvanda. She's going to hook you up with a conversation inside this room. Maybe you have some questions to answer. Maybe you have some things to work out. We've got a team ready to talk with you about that decision today. So don't let anything hold you back for us to be a family together and to celebrate with you today. So without further ado, you guys ready to figure out and really unfold the idea of baptism? I'm I'm calling today's message, check this out, I'm calling today's message Celebration in Affiliation. Now I know when you look at that, you want to say that together with me. So let's do it, let's do it again. Make sure you get the, make sure you get the emphasis on the right syllable, okay? So here it is, Celebration in there you go it's celebration in affiliation because what it is our society is really common to this idea that whatever we affiliate to we want to celebrate with that as as guys who have maybe a sports team if our sports team's doing well we wear the jersey because we want to affiliate ourselves with that team you, you don't ever play on the team but you want to be affiliated with them if your team doesn't do very well you don't wear the stuff, you know what I mean? Like you just, you just don't do it. And there's symbols, there's, a, there's affiliation, there's connections with anything and everything that we do in life. It gives purpose. Well, we saw somebody else do it, so therefore I want to do it. Why? Because we want to be affiliated with that. So whatever it is that we do, it's whether the clothes that we wear, it's the way we think, it's the way we speak, we have some sort of connection, some sort of affiliation gives in reason For our celebration. Now, under the context of giving our lives over to Jesus, there is no better affiliation than following Jesus. And our time of celebration are things like Baptism Sundays. Because here's what it is a public expression of what God is doing in the private corridors of our heart and our soul. So maybe like weeks ago, years ago, we've got saved, we gave our life over, we've committed our life over to Jesus, but maybe you're sitting here and you've never went public to say, you know what, I want to acknowledge God before man. And the reason I want to do that is because God says in his word, if you will not be ashamed of acknowledging me before man, I will not be ashamed to acknowledge you before my angels in heaven. And that's a tough truth, but we need to wrestle with that because Jesus has never called us as Christians to just be private Christians. We're supposed to pray in private. We're supposed to love in private. We're supposed to serve in secret so that we can get our reward in heaven. But when it comes to living our life and the purposes of it, we're supposed to go public. And so we need to go before man and we need to affiliate to say, listen, I got good news. I'm affiliated with Jesus. And I got baptized to represent to all my friends and family, this is the life that I'm living. But in all honesty, I'm figuring this thing out every single day that we go. And that's really what it means when we come together to look at baptism. So whenever you open your Bible and you think, you know, we have, we have really two sections of our Bible. We have an Old Testament and we have a New Testament. So if you were to rewind all the way back to the Old Testament, and you would say, what was baptism back in the day? What, what was it then? Why did they do baptism in the Old Testament? And the reason 
is because baptism, that word means immersion. It means like a covering of water. And back in the day, it was, a, it was called a ceremonial washing. Really, it was just like a spiritual bath. So whenever your family was, you know, come around you and say, man, you really stink. You need to take a bath. They, they would just come up to you and say, hey, man, you need a baptism. And, and what that was is they recognized that we're a human. We're a people that have a holy God. And that we can't actually come in contact with this holy God without ceremonially washing ourselves. So, so depending upon your lifestyle, you may be getting washed like every two minutes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, thought about that. Let's go get some baptism on, you know? Like we're getting dunked constantly. Well, depending upon what that looked like, that was the Old Testament. But then, somebody say, but then. But then we have the New Testament. We're not under the law, but we're under grace. And his name is Jesus. And Jesus says, we're going to do things a little bit differently. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cleanse you on the inside because nobody else can do that. You put your faith in me. You follow me. You believe in me. You trust in me. You surrender your life to me. And I'm going to cleanse you on the inside. I'm going to give you a baptism of the Holy Spirit. But then just to let everybody else know what you're doing, I want you to get baptized. And so that's where we pick up our story at the very beginning of Matthew. Matthew chapter 3, John the Baptist is a guy who's preparing the way for Jesus. And he comes in and he says, hey guys, listen, you need, to, you need to bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Repentance just really is a fancy church word for change. It means a shift. It, it's, like, it's like a GPS U-turn. You know, whenever Siri comes on your iPhone and gives you directions and you go the wrong way, then it says rerouting, rerouting. I'm, I'm pretty consistent, rerouting, because I got to get you back on track, rerouting. You know, she'll even say it louder, it seems like. She says, whoa, 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 what's going on? She's rerouting, trying to get you back on the path that you're supposed to be on. That's exactly what repentance is. Listen, every once in a while, constantly maybe, every single day, we need this rerouting. We need this change. We need this U-turn. We need a lifestyle shift to start thinking the way Jesus does, loving the way he does, having his will, have his story, not our story. And so what John the Baptist says, that actually allows fruit Whenever you see Jesus do work in your life, it actually is evidence of things like love, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. And above all these things, there is no law. And it's cool because whenever you give your life over to Jesus, you don't need to try to love people. That's the fruit that it just is evidence that you've given your life over to God. And it starts working itself out, working through your very lives. Whenever we see this, it's a, really a, a display, a byproduct of what God's doing. So Matthew 3 goes on. That was verse 8. Now let's go down to verse 11. John the Baptist continues and he says, you know, I, I'm going to baptize you. I'm going to baptize you with water for repentance. We just talked about that. But after me, come on, this is, this is where the, the crescendo, this is where the climax of the movie really shifts from one sense to the other. Listen, he's saying, I baptize you with water because that was Old Testament style. But after me, somebody say that with me. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to carry. Now he, Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. 
Who wants to be on fire for Jesus? Who wants to be filled up with the Holy Spirit every single day? Who never wants to be satisfied with where they were yesterday, but wants more of God today? And that's exactly what Jesus is saying. Listen, in the Old Testament, remember we, we rewound, we come all the way back here, all the way back in the Old Testament, and you need to get baptized like every single day. But the New Testament, you fast forward, and there's a man named Jesus who is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit from the inside out, where there's evidence of love, fruit, that actually sees a change of lifestyle, and it shifts the atmosphere of everything else around you. That is when we have the celebration in affiliation. That's whenever we can rise up every single day in every situation, in every relationship, and we can have the celebration in affiliation. When we know God is at work in our lives. That's good news. Isn't that the gospel? Now, here's the cool thing. Our society is filled with symbols, isn't it? Just, you know, symbols. Quick, small, long symbols. There's symbols all over the place. Symbols for uh, marketing schemes. It's called maybe branding in some areas. Symbols that represent the, the clothes that you wear. Symbols that represent how much money you have. Symbols that represent good things. Symbols that represent bad things. Whatever the case may be, our society is filled with symbols. A quick look of an image that represents something bigger. And uh, whenever I think about this, baptism is really a symbol. It's symbolic for Jesus' life. Jesus lived, so we live. Jesus died and went underground, so we go under the water. Jesus was raised up from the dead, so what do we do in the baptism? We raise ourselves up from the water so that we can symbolize that we're affiliated with Jesus. Come on, somebody. And whenever I think about this idea of a symbol, I think about my childhood. And it was good. I don't know about yours, but my, my childhood was good. One, one consistent memory that I have about this idea of a symbol is um, what I used to do in my bedroom with a Nerf basketball. Anybody grow up and, and, and thinking you were a basketball star? You putting on your sneakers and your wristbands and everything else, but you only play basketball in your, in your bedroom with a Nerf basketball? Come on, somebody, don't lie. Anybody, don't, don't leave me hanging out here to dry. Nerf basketball, thanks, man, I appreciate that. Nerf basketball back in the day was a sport. And don't argue with me because it was, all right? It should have been in the Olympics, but that's another story. And what happens for, for me in my childhood, man, I, there was a symbol affiliated with why I played Nerf basketball. And, and I'd put it up on the, on the door, and, and I, I would be making threes all out of it, making it rain. You know, nobody else would see, but I did. I really did. And there was one particular symbol that if you grew up in the 80s like me, it, it was, it was a evidence of championships. It was Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Come on, somebody. It was like year after year, right? It was like, what's today? I don't know, but they're winning. You know what I mean? You know, it was, it was just, it was, it was a heavy hand that Michael Jordan had because he had all those rings. That way it was the symbol of like, man, he's amazing. He should probably run for president at this point. I mean, he was such an icon back in the day. And I, you know where I'm going with this. There is a symbol that represented, and, and I did it. I, I affiliated myself with the symbol. So, so deep in my bedroom with a nurse basketball tucked in my hand, I would stretch out, wait for it. I would stretch out like this, get my arm, and then, and then, oh, wait for it. You know what I mean? Like that, that was, that was ner the crescendo of Nerf basketball meeting Michael Jordan. Why? Because I wanted to be like 
Mike, right? I was drinking Gatorade. I was doing this number. Like you just, it, it was a symbol. It was a symbol of what I wanted to be, come on, affiliated with. So what did I do? I celebrated. I got the sneakers. I got the apparel. And I got everything else because I want a celebration and affiliation. Now, shouldn't life be like that every single day when we walk with Jesus? We should be going around symbolizing, man, I've been raised to life. There's evidence of it. You want to know what it is? It's the way I love. It's the way I serve. It's the way I speak. It's my actions in private, in secret, and in public. I honor God with everything that I do. I'm not perfect, but I'm giving him full reins in my life because I'm ready. Today may be your day, but I'm ready to be affiliated in celebration. In Jesus' name.